You're too weak to say nigger to say no, 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 no. I'm sorry. You're too weak to say nigger because that's what you guys say behind closed doors, right? That's what you guys say behind these troll accounts that y'all run. I see y'all on TikTok and Instagram with your with your American flag profile picture, with your screaming ego profile picture, with your blank avatar. Y'all a bunch of racists hiding behind your meta hoods. Yes, the KKK, y'all used to hide behind them hoods, and y'all was doctors and lawyers and teachers and all of that, right? It's the same thing now. And these people who are saying this vile, disgusting stuff, two P word, <laughs> to say it with their chest. I can only use that word once the episode. Uh, to, to say it with their chest, so they hide. Why do they hide? Because can, can I wake it up, Portia? Oh, absolutely. Because in real life... This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Michael Lawrence Butler. Wow, government name. Happy birthday to you. Okay, you over there with that giving yarn, Mike. I see you. (laughs) Now, I appreciate that. I really do. But this is conversation for the culture. And you rolled up in here with raisins in the potato salad. It can't Happy be. birthday yeah. to me. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to me. Happy birthday. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Yo, that reminds um, me of when I used to work in serving. Whenever I had um, <laughs> whenever I had black tables, right? Like they be like, hey, it's a birthday. I'm like, okay, it's probably not because you know niggas be lying and saying it's their birthday. It's my birthday. Can I get some for free? <laughs> Just make it free shot of free cake, right? But I was like, anytime they said, it, I said okay. And then when I come up, you know, I'm bringing up the cake, I'll be like, hey, are we gonna do the, uh, you know, the white version or are we gonna do the black version? And they be like, oh, the black version. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's do the Stevie Wonder version. So, yeah, that just gave me a <laughs> that gave me a flashback. But then I had one. This is when we were at Safe House. Y'all who don't know, I met um, Portia at work. That's how we became friends or whatever. Even though she ignored me for like the first six months. that I, I did not it. ignore him. <laughs> we were on two opposite schedules. And he yeah, knows we that. And then we worked together one day. And I was like, oh, my gosh, she's so cool. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so we worked at this restaurant called a Safe House. Um, but uh, <laughs> but no, I never forget. Like, so we did the happy the black version. That's what we call it, the black version. And then like this white couple heard it, and then she's like, "Hey, my husband's birthday is today too. Can we get that version?" No. <laughs> and I was like, um, well, I wanted a tip, so I was like, yeah. I guess. 
Fuck you, Killmonger. <laughs> <laughs> Man, so you got to update for us, right? You got to update for us. I'm back. So I was in Arizona this past weekend celebrating um, just being with family because there's nothing else to celebrate this past week. So, um, yeah, so on Sunday we went ATVing and... Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. So we went ATVing in the middle of the desert. It was very hot. And um, we got lost. Long story short, we got lost. Uh, we decided to follow some palm-colored people. Didn't work. We ended up... We took the unguided tour. Not the unguided tour, but the just the unguided route. Should have took the guided route because we ended up with the guided people anyway. And um, he was like, you guys weren't supposed to be up here, but I'm also very impressed that you're up here because most people don't um, make it up here in those vehicles. So mm-hmm. shout out to us. I was just like, you know, I'm from Chicago. That's what we do. We room, room. We just be room, room, just driving. But unfortunately, we got lost again and I almost died because I almost drove uh-huh. me and my cousin off a cliff. So wait, 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 You almost drove off a cliff. A cliff. How do you do that? Listen, they're called hills, but these hills are like mountains. So there's like this much of clearance for like the ATVs or the UTVs. So one side is like the hill, if you will, and then the other side. It's kind of like pushed up dirt, but it's like a lip and then nothing. A cliff. A cliff. (laughs) So um, we were trying, once we got lost again, we called the Rangers and we were just like, hey, uh, they were like, okay, we're going to send you a pin. Just follow these directions to get you back. So I very quickly realized how fat or how far up we were by Mm -hmm. just going down because these hills were steep going down Mm -hmm. like they were like almost 90 degree like steep going down Mm -mm. crazy so Mm -mm. i to go over one it was almost like a roller coaster because it was like we had to go up and then Uh it was like a dip and then down so I was like, I had to tap on the gas. Just a lot. I just think, just like tapped on the gas. That one thing went vroom. And the cliff is like right here. Me and my cousin are right here. I have never pushed on the brakes so fast in my life. <laughs> so y'all. Well, was, I'm glad you're alive. I'm and glad here I'm alive too. and on the show. My God, I'm, he kept look, listening. He's he a keeper. Kept, he kept want to be kept. Huh? He kept me. He kept me. John Doe. Um, wow. I, so speaking of being alive, um, mm-hmm. last night was my birthday. It's my Burn birthday. Up. Last hey, night was my birthday. So hey, I really hey, didn't do anything last night, to be honest. Um, Because, you know, we got work to do. We got podcast things to do today. We got, I got regular life stuff to do. Uh, so this weekend I'll be doing some stuff for my birthday Saturday, be spending some time with some friends or whatnot, uh, doing some dinner, I guess. Not dinner, like late, whatever. It's afternoon, Linner. you know, margaritas and t- 
tacos and um and then Sunday, um Sunday Monday, <laughs> um my friend Blake, um he puts on these sip and paint events, so he gave us a table, and it's gonna we be, love to see it. Yeah, it's gonna be some drinking, some painting, some turning up, you know, all of that. Um, so last night I just um you know grabbed some food with a friend or whatever, <laughs> and um you Your know. Friend? Yeah, 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 something like that, and uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, and it was chill. It was it was cool, you know. Um, had a little edible or whatever. Mm-hmm. Speaking of edibles, did we did we get some birthday sex? Hey, birthday. oh, it's so intrusive. Tell me oh. later. Is, <laughs> listen, listen, that right there. Is uh uh-uh, uh we don't do that because I couldn't do that to you. Mm-mm. I couldn't I'll do be that. Like to I'll you. tell you off the. I'll be like <laughs> I'll tell you off the air. But um, speaking of edibles, air. I don't do I don't do that stuff. I'm safe. Um, speaking of edibles, okay. Speaking of edibles. <laughs> speaking of edibles. Speaking of weed. Speaking of Mary Jane. It is time for our second installment of Jackass of the Week. And remember, last week I said that you don't have to be a man to be a jackass. Jackass knows no gender. Jackass is gender fluid. (laughs) Man, woman, cisgendered, blah, 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 transgendered. Not blah, 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 blah. Non-binary. I'm just rolling through all of the one, everything that you can think of. Non-binary. It doesn't matter. You could be a jackass. And today, this week's jackass of the week proves that. And we are going to Fox News's Laura Ingram. Dun, dun, dun. I feel like Fox News as a whole is just. They should just get the jackass. Yeah, it's a cesspool of just ignorance, a cesspool of white privilege, and a cesspool of Karens. And yeah, I don't like them. But Miss Shut Up and Dribble, Karen and Kyles, thank you. Now, if you remember, you've heard her name before. She's super problematic. She was one of Obama's main um, ops. She was one of Obama's main ops, right? And she was also. LeBron James's ops. And when she became LeBron James's op, guess what? She became my op. Ask Kyrie about that. Ask Kyrie about that. When you go against the king, okay, you got to come see me first. <laughs> well, how do how you feel about Kyrie trying to get that old thing back, though? <clears throat> We're not talking about Kyrie, okay? I talked okay. to LeBron. I talked to LeBron. He said, you know, we're going to see what happens. All right. Brown said, we're going to see what happens. We're going to see what happens, little bro. I said, all right. I said, just be careful because, you know, Kyrie, he mm-hmm. one minute he wants to be here. The next minute he wants to be gone. You you can't trust him. He is that dude. And he always going to be that dude. But that's not what we're talking about. Okay. We're talking about that mayo melanated wench named Laura Ingram. Now, as if you guys, for those of you who don't know, some people in America celebrated a holiday, right, called Independence Day. 
right? Hmm. Okay, yeah. And they, they celebrated it on July 4th. And on July 4th, here in Highland Park, Illinois, which is 40 minutes away from Chicago, Illinois, which is an affluent white neighborhood. And I say that because everybody was like, Chicago, see, this is what happens in Chicago. Oh, Chirac. No, 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 no. This ain't got nothing to do with us. Just like you want to have us be responsible for everything that happens in Chicago. I need <clears throat> you, Karen and Kyle's, to be responsible. What happened in Highland Park? You know, Highland Park is the same place that Home Alone was filmed, the same place that 16 Candles was filmed, the same place that Michael Jordan lived. So I just wanted to paint that picture for you. <clears throat> but as we know, <laughs> Highland Park had a shooting, very tragic shooting, and we'll get to that late. We'll, we'll get to that later. But instead of Laura Ingram talking about the real issue, about how white folks love semi-automatic guns. This is what she blamed the shooting. Not just this shooting, but all the previous shootings on. Lizzie, roll the tape. Pushing for answers and accountability. These are the eyes of some of the mass killers who've reportedly been regular pot users. Look at them. Those in politics and in the media who devote their time and energy to fear-mongering on fake issues while covering up the truth about the growing scourge of violent psychosis in our young people. They have to be called out, they have to be defeated, and then the public has to be educated. And parents, this means you need to get into the game. This means you understanding that this can happen to you, to your family, no matter how wealthy you are, how well-adjusted you are, how mature and together your children seem. It's time to call out the phonies, and call in the warriors for common sense. And that's the angle. All right, so you all heard it from the horse's mouth. Mm. <laughs> and it's a big mouth at that. So, from the shooting in Charleston with Dylan Roof. Was that Charleston, South Carolina? Yeah, with Dylan yeah. Roof. The shooting that happened in Udalvi, Texas at the school. The shooting that happened at um, the grocery store right? Where eight black people were shot and killed, murdered, right? Miss <sighs> Laura Ingram says that the problem is Joe Biden. Now, Joe Biden, you know, I don't rock with Uncle Joe, y'all's uncle. He's not mine. You know, I don't rock with him, but she said it's him and Democrats like him who are worrying about the wrong things. And it's the fault of marijuana. She said it's the fault of marijuana. Puff, puff, pass. Now, as I told you last night, <clears throat> I had me an edible. Okay? And that edible was so good. Oh, it was good. It was good. <laughs> it was good. And <clears throat> at no point last night did I say, you know what? I want to go to the movie theater and kill a bunch of people. No point did I say, I want to go into a school and kill a bunch of people. At no point did I say I want to go into a fill in the blank because y'all shoot up everything that I want to kill a bunch of people. So please, Portia, help me understand. Help me understand. I can't help. I can't help you understand because I don't understand <clears throat> my damn self. What I, does this have to do with the tea and the price of the price? The price of tea. How do you say that? The price <laughs> of tea in China. Yes, but I'm not. The math is a math thing. Um, I listen. 
I need I need people to understand that weed is not an aggressive drug. It's not. It's not. It, it relaxes you, you. It makes yeah. you chill. It makes you laid back. It does not make you want to grab a semi-automatic gun and start shooting at people on a national holiday, mm-hmm. if you want to call it a national holiday or whatever. But it it's a nationalist holiday. Ooh, that was good. Hello? Hello? <laughs> yeah. So why do you think they're blaming everything but what they should be blaming? Because then that would just make them have to really look at the real issue and realize that guns are the problem. I've said it once. I'll say it again. And I'll say it again after that. Guns are the problem. Gun reform. This country needs gun reform. Now, I also want to talk about really quickly, um, there was a mass shooting in Denmark. So prayers go out to everyone that lives overseas. In Denmark, there was a mass shooting. But in true American fashion, everyone wants to say, hey, look, guns aren't the problem. They just had a mass shooting there. And they have have gun laws. So guns aren't the problem. That is... The first mass shooting that Denmark has had in three to four years. Lizzie, can you check while Porsche's Porsche's banging? Can you check how many mass shootings we've had this year? Continue to bang on them, Porsche. Three to four years. Three to four years, no mass shootings. No mass shootings. That's wild. We have had... How many this week? This week. Right. This week. Not not this year. This week. How many mass shootings have we had? Mm. This country has a gun problem. And with the proper reform... Mm-hmm. With if they did gun buybacks, if they did restrictions mm-hmm. on certain guns, if you just leave led some left some guns to be military grade guns, you cannot get them unless you are in the military. Mm-hmm. Even even doing little things like that would already solve so many problems. Not allowing the gun, the legal gun age to be 18. You can't yeah. can't even yeah. You can't buy alcohol at 18. You can't even rent a car at 18, but you can buy a gun. It's wild. A gun. It's wild. Um, so Lizzie, shout out to Liz- Lizzie, our producer. Since July 4th, there has been 324 mass shootings. That's almost as many shootings as there are days in the year, y'all. We've had a mass. Wow. There's almost been a mass shooting every single day in this country. But we. No, there's definitely been. There's definitely been. I mean, because listen, we're only midway through the year, Portia, and that's 324. So there's been multiple mass shootings on a daily basis. 
And you trying to tell me these people are trying to tell me they're all smoking reefer. <laughs> According to Laura, that the reason Ingram. why the reason why that we're having all these mass shooting is because they are getting high on weed. But yet guns still aren't the problem. Okay, okay. You know what? For a second, I will bite. I will bite and say, yes, these people are potheads and yeah. they need they need to be restricted from buying guns. Now, will you restrict them from buying a gun because you have to drug test them? Mm -hmm. Can we drug test people that are trying to buy a gun? Can we do mental evaluations on the people that are trying to buy they a think gun? It's too intrusive. It's too intrusive. You know what? Well, you know what I think is intrusive? A whole bunch of people getting killed on a holiday where it's supposed to be about family and love and pride well, in our so-called beautiful country. Well, that's subject. That's a that. <laughs> So <laughs> I have one final admonishment. One final thought on this. Okay. So because I was, I, as, as, as I was listening to you speak, uh -huh, uh -huh, we did some like organ music. As I was listening to speak, the Lord brought something back to my remembrance. Yes, he brought something back to my remembrance. Mm -hmm. And the old psalmist, hallelujah, the old Preach, songwriter, he sang a song. And I'm just going to sing a stanza for it. And this is for you, Miss Laura Ingram. Because he said... <clears throat> I was going to clean my room until I got high. I was going to get up and find a broom, but then I got high. My room's still messed up, and I know why. Why, man? Because I got high. Because I got high. Because I got high. Nowhere did he say that he was going to go to the school because he got high. Nowhere did he said I was going to shoot up the movie theater too because I got high. So this week's Jackass of the Weeks, Lauren Ingram, and here's why. Hey, why, hey, man? Because she's a lie. Because she's a lie. Because she's a lie. You are a liar, Laura Ingram, and you are the Jackass of the Week. You're listening to Conversations for the Culture, and we will be back after this. What's up, Cultureholics? It's your girl, Portia, and we're going to get right back into some news for you. But while I have you here, I need you to leave a comment and a rate on any of the listening platforms that you're listening on because that helps us in the algorithm. And when you help us in the algorithm, that makes us even more popping than we already are. I mean, we don't need help, but okay, maybe we do need a little bit of help. But like I said, leave a rate, leave a comment, and let's get back to the show. All right, y'all. We are back and <sighs> all right. So we are, you know, I wanted to give y'all some, you know, lighthearted content to start off because it's about to get heavy, right? And <sighs> where do we even start? Say his name. Jalen Walker. Right? Jalen Walker. J-A-Y-L-A-N-D. 
I did that because some of you guys are spelling it J-A-L-E-N. Some of you are spelling it J-A-Y-L-E-N or L-O-N. And I know, I know that you um, are trying to like, you know, support and everything, but you can't support misspelling people's names because that is their name. That is their essence. That is their identity. Hello? So J-Land, <laughs> J-Land Walker. So if you're out here hashtagging, actually use the... Use the man's name correctly. Thank you. So Jalen Walker, <clears throat> 25 years old, um, Akron, Ohio, was gunned down by eight police. <laughs> Almost called him something else. He was gunned down by eight police. Um, they fired 90 times. They fired their weapons 90 times. Whew. 90 times, y'all. I, I I continue to say that because, like, I really need you to understand the gravity of the situation. 90 times. Hitting him 60 times. Um, since the information first came out, um, they said that the coroners believe it to be 60. But they can't. they pretty much lost count. They can't tell because he was mangled that much by their bullets by their rounds i'm saying it like this for a reason y'all because this is serious 90 times um for those of you who've never fired a weapon uh most magazines depending on right but most military issue or the what the, what they use for their pistols is 10 to 15 rounds so <clears throat> depending on how many people even if every Basically, there was some magazine changes, right? They they emptied the clip and then changed the clip. Okay, just to for you to to get that, um, just for you to get that. Okay, Jalen Walker has no priors, zero priors. He has like one traffic ticket, right? For, like a parking ticket, no priors. So for everybody who's been labeling him as a thug and a criminal, that's not that's not true. Jalen Walker also recently, about two, three months ago, from what I've read, he lost his fiance to a car accident, right? Deadly car accident. So that's to where his mindset was probably at, right? Mm -hmm. What's disturbing, I found out about this Porsche last week, right? Um, Like late in the week, like Thursday, I think it was. This happened on Monday of last week, June 27th. Wow. <laughs> We didn't hear anything about it. Nothing. Not a sound. Not a peep. Before I get your initial thoughts, I want to play this clip from the police department. I think it's the police chief where he explains what happened. And we're going to throw in the word that we love to use here on Conversations for the Culture. Allegedly. Lizzie, roll the tape. As you've already heard, there were eight officers who were directly involved in the shooting. All officers have been placed on paid administrative leave as per department policy, and which is routine when officers are involved in a deadly force situation. That's, that's standard across the nation. We do not know the exact number of rounds that were fired. Again, this is something that BCI will discover in their examination of evidence. However, based on the video, I anticipate 
that number to be high. A lot of rounds were fired. And I will not be surprised if the number at the end of the investigation is consistent with the number that has been circulating in the media. But right now, we just don't know. While BCI needs to confirm the number, number of times Mr. Walker was shot, the ME's report indicates over 60 wounds to Mr. Walker's body. However, they are still working to determine entrance and exit wounds, and this investigation on their end will take time. It will take time to, for them to determine how many times Mr. Walker was actually shot. And that work to make that determination is the responsibility of the medical examiner. As you could see in the video, there was a gun recovered from Mr. Walker's vehicle. At the time of the shooting, he was unarmed. Lastly, after the shooting ends, Akron police officers went to Mr. Walker and diligently provided first aid to save his life. One officer on a body cam footage can be heard saying he still has a pulse. As the officers were getting ready to put him into a police car to get him as quickly as possible to the hospital, Akron Fire Medics arrived on scene, they took over aid, and unfortunately, Mr. Walker tragically passed at the scene. All right, Portia, so you heard, you know, what the police said. <laughs> you heard what 12 had to say. I want to get your initial thoughts, okay? And I'm asking you, I'm going to ask you a very specific question because this is the narrative that is running around the internet right now. So if, and that's a big if, but if the account of the police department is accurate and those things all happened, is the shooting of Jalen Walker justified? No. Thank you. No. Plain and simple. Thank you. you, first of all, it was one man. Thank you. One man. Eight officers. 90 shots. 60 of them made it. Now, from what really caught my attention was when you were talking about how police grade handguns mm -hmm. have about 10 to 15 rounds. That means some people reloaded. Mm -hmm. Why? Why was it necessary to reload? Why was it necessary? When you have seven other people around you with the same amount, why was that necessary? It, it does not, it does not make sense. It doesn't make sense. I can't comprehend it. There's nothing there's nothing no one can say or convince me that this man did or said or whatever to convince me that this was right. 
or that this was a one-off? Because clearly, we know very well that this isn't a one-off. We know very well that, you know, they obviously do not care or practice de-escalation with black bodies like they do with the white ones. So what was the reason for the rounds? What was the reason for 90 rounds? Okay, Portia, excuse y'all. If y'all got kids listening, tell them to like get the hell out the room or something right now. <laughs> okay. If you're offended by cursing, walk away. Because this is the only thing that this is the only thing that I can really say. I fucked up, Portia. I fucked up. I was scrolling on Twitter. Scroll, 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 scroll. And I watched the body cam footage. Mm. And all week I've just been like really down and like some of it had to do with like my birthday and all of that. Like, oh my god, my birthday's coming up. I'm getting older and I'm so unsuccessful. <laughs> you know, all of that. But then I really took time and think about what it was and that video really fucked me up. It really did. And I, that's something like I've seen those videos before, of course, right? I saw Laquan McDonald. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing that. I remember seeing the video of Mike Brown laying in the middle of the street for hours before they even covered him up, right? That's like I was down in Missouri for that. Um, I remember these things. Hell, I remember seeing like some really messed up stuff overseas in Iraq and Afghanistan, right? So, like, it's nothing that I haven't seen before, but the fact that we continue to see it in a place that's not a quote-unquote war zone, but is a war zone, hello? The fact that we continue to see these things, like, that literally, and so, that looked like, that video, it looked like Call of Duty. Like, and I only watched it once, and, like, I just wept. And even as I'm talking about it, it's like, what the fuck? And like I said, y'all, if y'all don't like cursing, like that's okay. But like that's how I feel. Like some, I can't be like, I can't be like, oh, what the freak? What the no? Because it's way bigger than that. Mm-hmm. And it's just like they always have some type of like. And this is to you white people who don't give a damn about us, right? And I'm sorry, I got a bang if you unsubscribe, okay? Because I'm unsubscribing to America. Like y'all, are like oh, he was this, he was a thug, he was this. That's y'all, before y'all even know. Y'all always talk about we don't know the whole story, but you always call them thugs before you even know anything that happened. Because in reality, y'all use the word thug because you're too pussy to use the word nigga. Oh my god, I can't believe it. we definitely got to throw an explicit sticker <laughs> on this episode. But that's what it is. You're too weak to say nigga to say no, 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 no. I'm sorry. You're too weak to say nigger because that's what you guys say behind closed doors, right? That's what you guys say behind these troll accounts that y'all run. I see y'all on TikTok and Instagram with your with your American flag profile picture, with your screaming ego profile picture, 
with your blank avatar. Y'all a bunch of racists hiding behind your meta hoods. Yes, the KKK, y'all used to hide behind them hoods and y'all was doctors and lawyers and teachers and all of that, right? It's the same thing now. And these people who are saying this vile, disgusting stuff, two P word, <laughs> to say it with their chest. I can only use that word once the episode. Uh, to, to say it with their chest. So they hide. Why do they hide? Because can, can I wake it up, Portia? Oh, absolutely. Because in real life, they're social workers. In real life, they're doctors. In real life, they're lawyers. They're judges, they're teachers, and guess what? They're afraid to lose their jobs. But in the same time that they're being afraid to use it, lose their jobs, when they're on the internet talking about another thug killed, another monkey put down, and all these disgusting things that I've seen on social media, they're actively working against us. Think of saying things like that, and then you got to go <laughs> be a judge. Think of saying things like that, and you got to do a home visit and see if parents are fit to take care of their child. This is the stuff we deal with. So when y'all get on the internet and, well, what about this? Well, why didn't he just do this? Why didn't he just stop? Because he was afraid. Jalen Walker was afraid. I remember when myself, when I was sitting in the back of the paddy wagon, uh, June, uh, June, it was the week, it was whatever. It was two years ago, right? The week before June 10th. And I, or two weeks before June 10th, the George Floyd protest. And I remember sitting in the paddy wagon in cuffs, afraid, afraid, because I didn't want to be the next Freddie Gray because he was in the back of the paddy wagon when they made sure that he didn't come out alive. I didn't want to be the next Sandra Bland where they just say, oh, they did this, they killed themselves. In the words of Jesse Smollett, I am not suicidal. I may have my days where I'm just like, boo-hoo-hoo, like the world is what well, well, well. I said, I'll let the Lord take me out, but I'm not <laughs> taking me out, okay? <laughs> I am not doing it. So that, like, but I was afraid, Portia. Like, black people, we are afraid. That's why he ran. We're afraid. Y'all don't get it. Y'all can, can get pulled over by the cops and be like, F you, officer. I'm going to have your badge number, and I'm going to have your job. Do you know who I am? Like, y'all can say that. We can't do that. Just comply. Philando Castile complied. He complied, and that punk police officer shot him and killed him. So, I don't want to hear... He should have done this. He should have done that. And we're going to take a break in a few because we're going to get into, get into how white people are handled because we're going to get that into the next segment. But the policing, the way that black bodies are policed is a night and day difference than the way they handle these white folks, these mass shooters. I've seen pictures, I've seen videos of like white people grabbing a taser from the police and and tasing the police. You mean to tell me y'all had to shoot this man 90 times? Um, so after all of that, the most egregious part of it all, the most disgusting part of it all. After shooting him, hitting him 60 times, they cuffed him. 
I don't under I don't understand. Why would you cuff him? Where was he gonna go? He's clearly dead. Like clearly. Listen, I want black people as a community to understand that we are superheroes. And I'm not trying to say that in a funny way or anything like that. But no, we need to start seeing ourselves as superheroes because everyone else does. That's the only that's the only way that I can put it, because only a superhero could get shot. Only an Avenger or Marvel or DC character can get shot that many times. And then they expect them to just get up. So since people want us to be, since people look at us to be so strong and superheroes and all this other stuff, let's just act, be superheroes. Let's act in our superhero nature. We fucked that. Excuse my language. We shouldn't have to do that because it's the same thing. Like that's why black women's mortality rate, when it comes to birth, their birth mortality rate is where it's at because these white doctors and stuff think, oh, they can handle the pain. They can handle the pain. No, like no. What we need to do, and I don't mean to cut you off, but I hate that. Like I don't want to be like, and this is just me being real honest. Open well, it was and, it was it was partial sarcasm. But. No, I know it was sarcasm, but they might hear. <laughs> They'll hear that and be like, yeah, like, listen, that's how they, they will. And I know I probably yeah. sound like a radical today. Oh, well, they hear that and they're like, oh yeah, they can have, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why when our kids are like eight years old, they're like, oh, there's a grown man. That's a grown one. No, it's an eight year old child. You know what I think we need to do? Portia? Burn it down. I mean, what? Yeah. Burn it down. And I know it's not, I'm sick of marching. You won't see my black ass out there marching anymore. One after the last, but you're not going to see me. Mar- I've, I've done that. I've done the whole march. Let's march. Let's no, no, let's tear it up, burn it down because violence is the only thing that this country understands. Anything this country has ever obtained has been through violence. Martin Luther King. <laughs> What after the what I call is the 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 awakening of MLK, right? He said something that was so profound, and they hated it. Once he started waking up to like what was really going on, he said that the riot is the only. No, he said the riot is the language of the unheard. I may be paraphrasing a little, okay? But the riot is the language of the unheard. Hello. And it's the only language that they understand. When you start effing with their money, when you start effing with their infrastructure, it's up and down. I was like, oh my God, let's make changes. Let's make changes. Let's make changes. Yeah. When we, everybody's like, oh, stop the rioting. No, I was down when we was, I wasn't out there. <laughs> but when they was out there tearing up cities, I was there for it. Burning stuff down, I was there for it. Because it's another way. It's we've done the kumbaya, my lord. Kumbaya. Like, I'm done kumbaya. I'm done. We shall overcome. I'm done with all of that. Fight back. 
Now, I am not <laughs> promoting violence, okay? But what I'm saying is, we're at a weird place, y'all. And I feel like we, more than ever, need to get on code as black people. I don't, And I'm talking to you, black hoteps. I'm talking to you, black men, black women, black Christians, black Muslims, black spiritualists, you know? Like... We major in the minors. Oh, I can't rock with her because she plays with crystals. Now, you know, you can't do my reading for me. Hello? But that don't mean that we can't. <laughs> that don't mean that we can't figure life out together, right? And figure out how we're going to yeah. advance our people. That don't mean I can't do business with you. We have to get on cold, Portia. We got to be serious about supporting Black businesses and building Black wealth. And not trying to be like, hey, oh, I want to do everything myself. No, it might have to look like, hey, Portia, hey, Lizzie, hey, Gio, hey, this person. Let's all go in and buy this apartment complex and start renting it out. And start building wealth. And start coming up with companies and building businesses. That's what they do. Everybody yep. wants to be the guy. I want to be the person. I want to be, hey, it's about me. No, it's about us. And until we get on code, we're going to see the Because this is what happens. Right, black man gets killed. Black woman gets killed by police officers. We're mad. Everybody hashtag hashtag this name. Hashtag I'm sick of being hashtags. Hashtag this name. Hashtag that name. Right? Then we go on the streets, burn it down. We want justice. Burn it down. We want justice. Burn it down. We want justice. Right? A couple a couple athletes will tweet some stuff. Right? If it's big enough, a couple of companies will be like. We send our solidarities for blah, 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 blah. And then they'll give money to like organizations that's going to buy houses with the money that they gave them. I'm talking to you, Black Lives Matter. I'm talking to you, Patrice Colors. Hello. Right? They're not giving it to the grassroots organizers who's actually on the ground, actually working in the communities. They're not building stuff for the community. They're not building Black-owned grocery stores. They're not building uh, centers where uh, mental health uh, mental health centers for black people. They're not doing that, right? And then, like, you know, a month down the road, what happens? We start getting distracted again. We start getting lax and days are cool again. We start, oh my God, the Kardashians. And I get it. We're not a monolith. But at the same time, we got to stay focused and we never stay focused. And then something else happens. And then we go through that whole entire cycle again. Tired, Portia. Tired of black pain. I'm tired of having to be a strong black person. I'm tired of like, like it's my birth, like it's my birthday weekend, and I'm just like, yo, like this is freaking ghetto. And it's like, do I even would I want to bring a kid into this world with like all of this craziness going on? You ever think like that? Oh. Wow. All one hundred percent, all the time. It's it's the scariest thing to think about bringing a. It's a scary thing to bring a child into this world as it is, but yeah. then add on a black child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I you I wanna I wanna bring a black child into yeah. this. Make it make sense. 
It's a wild time we living in. Wild time. But we can't yeah. even say it's a wild time. Because right. it's always been this way. It's always been this way. So what wild time? There's no wild time. It's just, it's what it is. I got a question before we go to break, our final break. Do you think that black people are too forgiven? Yeah. Myself included. Mm-hmm. Coming from, I say this all the time, coming from being a token, mm-hmm. um, trying to fit in, quote unquote, trying to just be like my friends for the mm-hmm. longest time. I think we try to be so forgiving because what we feel like what else is there to do? Mm. How else can we move on? Because everyone else tells us we need to let it go. Slavery, mm-hmm. let it go. Let it go. Segregation, let it go. Let it go. Redlining, let it go. Everything. Jim Crow, let it go. <laughs> Let it go. So it's over. It's over. But clearly, is it over? Because the, the the Supreme Court is about to go over Brown versus Board, right? Yeah. So is it over? I'm gonna review it. Yeah. Is it over? America's so ghetto right now. I want to unsubscribe. <laughs> like, uh, and. This is really funny. I'm sorry. This is like turning into a therapy session. I'm sorry for dumping on you, um, Portia. My apologies. I am receptive to what you want to say. <laughs> Somebody told me if you hate it here so much, go back, go go back to your own country. And for me, I find that funny. It was some piece of crap who said it, right, who's never done anything with their life, who except sit in their mother's basement. They're probably a they're probably a product of incest to be completely honest. They were from West Virginia. Um, yeah, I went through their, um, I went and researched them and I actually um, contacted their employer because they actually had their stuff unlocked, right? Even though their employer, it was just Walmart. Not Nothing against Walmart, but but still, I hope they lose their job. But I definitely contacted them. Um, <laughs> yeah, I would dox them, but I'm not going to do that right now, okay? Um, but anyways, like, imagine telling somebody who toured three times to the Iraq, one to Afghanistan, fought for this BS country, um, <laughs> got shot at, have freaking PTSD, like all this crap, seeing his friends, some, seeing some friends and loved ones die over there or come back and commit suicide because of what they experienced over there, right? And then be told by some douchebag, you don't like it, leave. Because of the stuff that I did, you have the ability and the freedom to talk to me like that. Dummy. You wouldn't say that to my face, though. You would not say to my face. It's just weird to me. Like, imagine weird. fighting for a country who doesn't fight for you. And I always, that's exactly what I was going to say. I, I've said this a million times to you, but I'm also going to say it again because I don't know if I've ever said it on the podcast. Thank you so much 
for serving a place and serving a country that does not serve you, does, does not respect you. We talk so much about respecting the flag, respecting our country, respecting our troops, the white ones. Right. Right. Or the black ones that look the part. Right. They wouldn't say that to you, but they say that to one of my coworkers who works security. He was in the Navy. He has he has like a little navy pin, but he's wearing a you know, he's wearing a suit. So they will walk in, they'll look at him, look at the pin, they'll be like, Oh, thank you for serving our country. Absolutely. Thank you. However, when he's not stationed at the restaurant, when he's just roaming and he's in regular clothes we say street clothes because <laughs> street clothes I'm a, right i'm a i'm a um <laughs> share this one quick story really quick um there was a private event at my job one time and one of the event planners was talking to me something something dumb about coach right he walks in he was roaming um so he was just wearing jeans and a t-shirt jeans and a hoodie i think and he walks in and she's like hi um, are you with the event? Or I uh, can I help you with something? I we are closed for a private event. And I look at her and I say, blank. That's blank. And then he was like, I'm security. And she's like, Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't I didn't recognize you in your street clothes. Ugh. Ugh. So later Listen. on. He was like, no. Oh, he was like, oh, okay. He leaves, comes back. And he kind of, he walks back. And at this point, it's just me and him. And he looks at me. And I look at him. And he says, street clothes. Street clothes. Street clothes. (laughs) Street clothes. And yeah, that's the thing. It's, I don't know, y'all. We're going to take a break. Uh, on the other side of the break, we're going to talk about one more thing. Um, and it's hilarious. Not what happened, but it's just hilarious how the two situations are. Um, just handled completely different, right? Handled completely different. You're listening to the Conversation for the Culture. I am going to be back. We are going to be back after this. We gonna get right back to the conversation, but before we do, I need you to go to www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash it's Micah B. That's www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash it's Micah B. Check it out. As you know, I'm a content creator, podcaster, TikToker, YouTuber, all of the above. If you want to support the work that I'm doing, if you want to support the content, if you want to donate to the show, if you want to give to the cause, just go to that website and throw a coffee my way, throw a couple of dollars my way and check it out. When you do that, it allows us to grow this show. It allows us to grow our YouTube. It allows us to grow the other platforms so we can continue to give you the best conversations that we can. Speaking of conversations... Let's get back to it. 
are back. Uh, we are back in. Okay, let's just get into it real quick. I really don't want to give this dude any more attention because we do this weird thing in this country where we like, um, we make these crazy as mass shooters deities, right? Mm-hmm. We coddle them. We coddle them. We make them deities. We we love them. Like look look how much people love Charles Manson. Look how much people love the Ted Bundys and the John Wayne Gacy's. There's movie after movie, documentary after documentary. So we're going to keep this short. Timothy McVeigh, like, it's just like the culture. And all it does is breeds more disciples for them, mm-hmm. right? But um, on Monday, July 4th, uh, in Highland Park, Illinois, um, Robert, it's the only time I'm going to say this douchebag's name, uh, Bobby Cremo. I think that's how you say his name. I really don't care. The third, um, he, you know, he did what he did and killed some folks. I want to say it's six people who were killed. Um, about 22 were shot, right? Actually, I think it might have, the death toll rose up to eight, I want to say. It rose up to eight. Yeah. Um, okay, so he killed people. So one, obviously, I hate to see any life taken, right? Duh. Um, What was crazy about this was... They didn't catch him initially, right? So he mm-hmm. did what he did on top of a roof, roof shooting people. What's wrong with people that like we have a gun problem and a mental mm-hmm. health problem in this country? Who says I'm going to go out today on the Fourth of July and I'm going to shoot a bunch of people? And I got some beef with a lot of people, right? So we'll get to the cops. We've we've been banging on the cops all day. We're going to end with that. Mm-hmm. Personally, my beef is with these social media platforms. Upon investigation. This ass clown has been on Discord since January 2021 talking about mass shootings. He's been on YouTube talking about this stuff. Just the other day, prior to, like a week prior to this, he posted on his Discord a video of somebody being beheaded. But I call you a Nazi or a Klansman on Instagram, and Instagram takes my account for 30 days. Mm-hmm. Like what? I call you a clown and I try to post clown and then they say, hey, this is similar to something that's been reported for bullying. What? Because I call this dude a clown because he's a clown? Mm-hmm. But you could do all that craziness? He can make sense. So he's on Discord talking about all of this stuff. So these social media platform owners, what are y'all censoring? We see it on Clubhouse. I've been in rooms and I've just heard disgusting things. I've heard people doxing people, right? I've heard people say, "Oh, I'm gonna pull up at your house." Like somebody the other day pulled up to somebody's house with a gun. They doxed them, and then, yeah, they pulled up to somebody's house with a gun, saying, "What was you saying on Clubhouse?" But the crazy thing is. <laughs> On Clubhouse, they'll say this stuff. They'll be like, F you mm-hmm. and your dead granny. They'll say mm-hmm. stuff like, I'm pulling, yeah, I'm pulling up on you. You better hide your kids. Like, stuff like this is what people said. And, like, what happens is sometimes their accounts get clipped, but sometimes they just make a new account. There's people on Clubhouse who are their, like, 80th account and proud mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. <laughs> but then when... These things happen. Everybody, like, oh, you don't know how this happened. Yes, you do, because they told you what they were going to do. This 
piece of crap told people what he was going to do. Payton, whatever his name is, Gendron, who at the he told people what he was going to do. Dylan Roof, is that his name? Mm-hmm. He told people what he was going to do. I think Peyton Gendron was the, um, actually, he was the grocery store. I can't keep track because it's mass shooter Too after many. mass shooter after mass shooter, and it's the same thing. They're telling us what they want to do. They're telling us that they hate black people. They're telling us that they hate brown people. They're telling us that they hate Arabs. They're telling us that they hate gay people. I mean, just a couple of weeks, think of what could have happened if that truck hadn't been pulled over, where those white nationalists with their hoods, with their masks, you know what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. were going to a pride event. What would have happened if they hadn't gotten stopped? Mm-hmm. They tell us, they're telling us, they're telling us, they're telling us, they're telling us, and these social media, these social media platforms allow them. So that's my beef number one. Beef number two is the cops. And then I'm gonna let y'all bang. And then I'm done banging after this. And we're gonna close out after y'all bang. Okay. Why is this guy still alive? That part. That's what I'm trying to figure out. He took them on a police chase as well. Right. (laughs) And it just seems like they go out of their way to save a white life. Mm -hmm. They bought him Burry King. Nigga had a Whopper of fries and a chocolate milkshake. I just shot a whole bunch of people in the church. I am famished. <laughs> I am famished. This other guy I have a in here with, the, with a Kevlar vest on and a military-grade <laughs> weapon shooting the grocery store. And you just bring it. Like, how do these people stay alive? And I'm not saying kill them, but I'm saying... How do they stay alive? Always armed, heavily armed. Those cops, while the kids were getting massacred in that building, the cops were hiding. Hiding. So what is it? Y'all only shoot unarmed people because you got the you got the upper hand, you got the high ground. But when it's somebody who can fire back at you, you want to hide. Because that's what it looks like. They were hiding in the hallways, y'all. Why is this guy alive? I don't understand it. And then to the white people, be like, oh, every case, every case is different. Like, you can bring up so many things. It's like, well, this is a different situation, different cities. No, if you hate black people, just say that you hate black people. I say it with your chest. I love a bold racist. I love, love, love a bold racist because I know what I'm dealing with. Mm-hmm. Don't do the mental gymnastics acting like, oh, well, <sighs> gaslighting me. Oh, you're just being sensitive. Take emotions out of it. No. What about black on black crime? What about black on black crime? What about Chicago? You don't care about Chicago because if you did, you would figure out the root causes of what happens in Chicago if you if you really cared about it. And people do care about Chicago. The people who talk about this, we also talk about the violence in Chicago, but you do you address the things differently, right? To 
fix the violence in Chicago, what needs to happen? We need a boost in the economy. We need jobs. We need better schools. We need better housing. We need to um, get rid of these food deserts. It's so much. We need mental health facilities, right? We need facilities for women. There's so many things. So respectfully, shut shut up. I've done, I've, I've, I think I've reached my cussing limit. With that, I'm going to let y'all bang out. Let's bang for another like five, five, five to ten minutes or whatever and then uh, send these people on because we packed the people up good today. Mm-hmm. How do y'all feel mm-hmm. about the differences? It's a, it's just, I don't even know what else to say <laughs> because it's just, I don't, it's just very aggravating and frustrating when you know and you see this and everyone tries to say it's a completely different situation when it is not a completely different situation. We have a black man that was assassinated. He was assassinated, unarmed. Over a traffic stop. And then you have a white kid who goes on a roof and kills families, children, parents, brothers, sisters. It and you just first of all, it takes you a while to find him. And then when you do, you take him to jail. Like Michael said before, I do not condone violence. I do not believe in killing someone. But the math ain't mathing. It's it's not mathing. It's not looking fair. And there's only one there's only one logical explanation. And that's just you just don't care about black bodies. We're indisposable. It's an assault on black lives. Mm. Plain and simple. In every aspect, in the courtroom, Mm -hmm. there's an assault on black lives. In law enforcement, assault Mm -hmm. on black lives. In the hospitals, wake that up, assault on black lives. Even down to being strategic with making sure that food deserts stay food deserts that's an assault on black lives that's on our that's assault on our health mm-hmm. right that's what we deal with y'all so when y'all see me and i'm like black this black that black that blacky blackity black blacky black 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 it's a reason it's a reason yeah. there's a method i don't hate white people but i'm focused on us period I mean, this goes a lot deeper to me, though, like with the shooting thing, because when I when I look back and I'm a documentary person, Uh so I watch a lot of things. I actually thought about Columbine the other day and Mm -hmm. how they responded to the fact that those shooters were. They say they killed each other, but in the original reports, it was that the police had killed them. There was outrage against that. It's a it's a psychological thing, because even with this shooter, they're like. Oh, the isolation, being online. I spend 90% of my life online. It's where I make my living. I never want to go kill people. So I think there's like an excuse there. In 2020, we were all isolated. Hello? 
where you want to be online is where you're going to find yourself to be. So when these people find themselves on what they say are extremist platforms, but that's what your neighbor feels like. Your neighbor feels like a black person Mm -hmm. shouldn't have as many rights as they have. Or they're thugs. They're going to mess up the block. They're going to destroy our neighborhood. This is rhetoric that is passed down over and over and over and over again. So the idea of him getting off the roof, by the way, he had a costume on to fit in at the parade. So there was other people that reported like, no, he was on the ground. They're lying that he was on the roof. No, he came down off of the roof and he still killed people on ground level. So it was so intentional but we want to make sure that he has a chance at redemption. That's what I don't get. And, and these two said that they don't condone violence. I actually do. Like, I'm actually the one that's like, let's fight. Because at this point, you guys have made exceptions and routines on how to take care of terrorists that are terrorizing our nation. I had a talk with a family member earlier today, and they said, and this is why I'm not going to this event or that event because in the town that I grew up in that I'm in right now, we have a parade just like the one that was in Highland Park. Okay. So that's their option. I just won't go anymore because I don't know if a white person's going to come shoot at us. Yeah. Right. And then think the crazy thing that they said to me though, because they're like um, almost 70. They said, for me, I've lived life. I've done a lot of things, but for you, that's why I'm concerned. Cause like you're only 36. And you still want to go do things as a young person. This is what's happening to people mentally everywhere because we're protecting shooters because we're saying, oh, no, I don't want to live in a country that will take away a semi-automatic weapon or an automatic weapon. I want to have the right to bear arms. But in actuality, we're handing it to people that have literally decided to become killers. This isn't like a circumstantial, I'm in a fight with someone and I fought for my life. This is a a calculated decision day after day. And when we're talking about social media sites, I'm gonna wake this up, Micah, because like when we hashtag black content creators, when we hashtag black podcasts, we get shadow banned. We get- Hey, Animal (laughs) Sari. Like it's real. It is literally limited reach on our accounts for saying that we're black content creators. Hey, Mark Zuckerberg. But like what what's not being watched is these people talking about shooting people. Yeah. That's wild to me that I, I got a comment clip for saying like, this is absolutely insane. And I didn't mean insane like mentally, but like just right, how right, we right. use it colloquially, right? But this man was on Discord? Talking about his plans? I found Discord though, Lizzie. Like I know because of Clubhouse, mm-hmm. the dirtiest. I, they they release people's medical records on Discord. I've seen so much stuff happen. That's. But it's like we haven't caught up as a country. So think about this: like the social media laws have been updated in twenty five years, mm-hmm. and people are afraid of that happening, and they're fighting it because they're saying privacy. But there needs to be some kind of update. And this is a, a problem in our nation because we're still going off of a document from 1776. Like we don't update things and then all of these things happen 
And then we're still being controlled. So this is my frustration with this particular thing. It's like they make it like isolated incidents. But there are spaces where these people find to be at that are broad daylight. It's like broad daylight and nobody does anything. No one's saying anything. But then hashtag black content creator and you get a limited reach. And there'll be five views on your video. Well... We're going. I'm. I'm. I'm going to spend the weekend. Well, I'm going to spend the weekend trying to celebrate life a little bit because mm-hmm. it's my birthday weekend. I'm going to try to get my mind off of this as hard as it is. Um, but then I'm going to spend a couple of days after that trying to figure out how we can continue to have the important conversations here on the show uh, because it's important. It's very very important you feel me um yeah so i'm gonna figure that out um because this ain't it in the meantime i need y'all to really 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 start focusing on all black everything right if you can make it black okay solidarity is what we need now more than ever all right portia lizzie where can the people find you Y'all can find me on Twitter, Instagram, PorscheBaby90, PorscheBBY90. Also, there will be an Arizona vlog on my YouTube channel. So. Yes. Yay. Portia, it's YouTube.com backslash Portia Harris. So, Arizona vlog, if you want to hear more about everything that went on it will be there as soon as that. i edit it <laughs> love to hear that lizzie and you can find me on all platforms at l-i-z-z-y p as in paul lots in l-a-w-t-o-n and you can check out my podcast yes at phenomenal woman yes please listen to it y'all because it's fire a lot of things it's fun thanks for show we like to have fun too so we played he he's a 10 but this week and it got pretty hilarious hilarious make sure you guys check that out make sure you guys check that out okay um hate that for me um make sure that you guys go back uh you know this was a heavy conversation but that's okay if you want to hear something a lot more (laughs) lighthearted make sure that you go back and listen to tuesday's episode which was an interview with giovanni samuels you know her from all that freedom riders Bring it on, all of that. Yep. Okay. So, um, (laughs) so shady. Um, So she did did that. Uh, It was an awesome interview. Make sure that you go check that out. Um, Where can you find me, y'all? You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and um, TikTok. TikTok. It's Micah B. It's Micah B. Just follow me there. You'll find everything else. Also, y'all, it's my birthday weekend. So if y'all, you know, love the show, if you want to bless the show, if you want to bless my cash app, all right, listen to here. I need y'all to cash at me right now. Cash app. If if, if you guys rock with this show and what we do, go ahead and cash at Convos FTC. It's the same as you'll find us on Instagram, the same as you'll find us on Twitter. Convos FTC, Convos FTC, Convos FTC. Go ahead and, you know, 
throw us some little throw us something uh you know throw us something real quick it's my birthday uh, help me turn up if you feel like we give you guys a good content and you enjoy it and you could go ahead and you could do that anytime so anytime that you're listening all that information is in the show notes everything that we said today is in the show notes all of the stuff that you need so just check out the show notes um shout out to our producer lizzie for joining us today shout out to my wonderful co-host who i do not silence uh portia <laughs> and shout out to you the culture holics we wouldn't be here <laughs> without you all right i love y'all i love y'all thank you for getting us to episode 40 this was episode 40 that's we out here y'all crazy out here so here's to however many more right let's keep our foot on the pedal a million more let's do a million more there we go all right y'all i love y'all i love y'all thank you again and we will see you next Time in Bronx.